Welcome to North Beats from North Beach. I'm your host, Corey Luna, chatting with the people behind electronic music. Today we have a special episode for the meetup called Peaked. Peaked is a meetup for electronic musician makers that my friend Rich Hogman and I put together back in April. And consecutively every month, we'll, our show will be the third Wednesday of every month. We have shows lined up through July from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And you can find out more at meetup.com, and you can also check it out on our Instagram account, PeakedSF. That's P-I-Q-U-E-D-S-F. Our location for the show, the Supply Frame office in San Francisco, 503rd Street, Suite 230. For our first show of Peaked, I booked Musical Fungus and Matt Bidoff to play. They both played fantastic sets, were very enthusiastic, wonderful with the, with the audience who had a couple of questions. And in our set, we allow people to come up and take a look at the electronic music makers' builds, all the Eurorack synthesizers and anything that, that is brought to for performance. The audience is welcome to take, come take a look. If you would like to support North Beats from North Beach, you can find out more on patreon.com. Look up North Beats. Any dollar amount would help. It would help me fund more equipment to help produce this podcast. If you ever run into me on the street, please ask me for a sticker. I have made up stickers for North Beats. If you'd like to follow North Beats on social media, you can find out more on my Instagram account, which is Corey Z Luna. That's K-O-R-E-Y-Z-L-U-N-A. If you need to find links for the podcast, you can find them on my personal website, kzluna.com. Find the link for North Beats from North Beach, and it will direct you to the Apple website for podcasts. There are several more interviewees that have already recorded with me that are upcoming episodes, so please stay tuned for Frank Martin, Sirnai, Definitely Miami, Droid Zen, and Terminal C slash C Erringer. Please enjoy Peaked Episode 1 with Musical Fungus and Matt Bidolf. Good evening, and thank you for coming out to Peaked, the very first one. I'm your, uh, I'm your MC tonight, Corey Luna. On AV is Rich Hogben, and we are hosted here today by Supply Frame. And we have a live streaming video. It will be available through their YouTube channel. And later on, I will have an audio recording of, our, of this, and I will post that onto my podcast, North Beats. Tonight, we have two, two artists playing for you tonight. We've got Musical Fungus and Matt Bedoff. We'll start out with, half, with a interview with one artist and then go into performance, and it will go in consecutively in that form. Please give a warm welcome to Musical Fungus. Hello. <laughs> Chris, thanks for coming down, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you started getting into electronic music. Electronic music or modular music? Your um, choice. Um, I got into electronic music probably over 10 years ago. Um, modular stuff, though, the past five or six. So before that, I was um, 
using MIDI, I was using Ableton, I was using hardware synths going into Ableton, using MIDI to control hardware synths, and then um, once I bought my first module, which was maths, I decided I never wanted to use my computer again. And I don't think I've used Ableton in, in many years. Um, everything's just been, been coming out of this box recently. So, Thanks. Tell us a little bit about your setup tonight. Uh, my setup, I am uh, using this, this main case here. Um, is essentially a make noise shared system, if you guys are familiar with that, um, but uh, minus some modules um, and adding some others. They are all make noise modules in that case, um, but I don't have their reverb and I don't have their delay, um, and I've replaced them with some other ones because I felt I needed a second maths and a second optimix and some other things to help me in the way that I like to perform. Um, and then the other case that you probably can't see um, behind it is mostly all mutable instruments modules, um, but also an ornament and crime as well um, to utilize a shift register. And tell us a little bit about your integration, how you perform. Ooh <laughs> what was that? <laughs> tell us a little bit about uh, your integration into how you pr your process of playing your your these the, your modular system. My process is. Um, an audio stream of consciousness, really. Um, I utilize the modular system as a blank canvas to uh, output my emotion through sound, essentially, um, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, when I perform, uh, like I said, I like to think of it as a canvas. I like to essentially paint with sound, um, utilizing harmonics and melodies, stacking them on top of each other. Um, I improvise everything. I don't go into it with any sort of sequences or anything set. Um, so you'll see me as I do perform um, on my sequencer, Renee, and on pressure points, uh, I'll be dialing everything in in, in real time. Um, oh yeah, so you can see here. So um, my, my sequencer's here uh, and here. Um, you'll see they're running now, but uh, throughout the performance, you'll see me constantly tweaking all those notes because uh, I really like to utilize the modular as an instrument. Um, not that I have anything against uh, what uh, a lot of people do, which is build a giant patch and just kind of watch it do its thing. I have nothing wrong with that, but I really like to be as uh, tactile as possible and constantly interacting with the machine because uh, I find that uh, through improvisation, um, sometimes you really are having a conversation with this machine. Uh, you can tell it what to do, but there's times where it kind of goes off and does something else, and you get the chance to make the decision, do I want to follow where this sound is going, or do I want to try and wrangle it back and take it to where I want to go? Um, so it's always a adventure for me. Uh, I like it to be an adventure for the people listening, um, but I like to go on that adventure as well, so that's why I improvise everything and try not to have uh, anything um, preset. So I do see, I mean, obviously I have stuff patched, but that's really just a bare bones so I don't have to bore you with half an hour of, of patching in, in real time. If I, I had the platform to do it, I would love to do a, a live patching, just start completely blank canvas, no, no cables whatsoever, and perform. Um, but I've yet to find that platform as that would take a, a while to, to do that, but yeah. Very cool, man. And you've got, what, two albums right now? Um, albums? I don't know, per se. Um, uh, I've got, uh, I have a cassette that is out um, that an Oakland-based tape label uh, released a few years ago called Demon Core. Um, it's a hour-long performance, improvised performance, that was chopped up into several tracks. Um, it's probably my most experimental work to date, um, and probably my most 
I guess like aggressive or noise-based, you would say, versus what I normally do, like you'll hear tonight, is very much uh, melodic. Um, but I do have, I spent the last year, um, all of 2018, recording music every single day. Uh, I think at the end of the year I had somewhat like 400 songs recorded. Um, and so at the end of last year I went through all of those. I found about a hundred of them that I really love, that really kind of struck me, and I threw them all up on my SoundCloud. Um, so there's a hundred tracks on there. Um, some of them are 20 minutes long, similar to like a performance you would see or hear from me tonight, uh, except it's just me at my house rather than here. Um, so check it out. Um, uh, I can uh, get you the links to all that. Uh, I'm sure we can, we can get them posted, but I've got a SoundCloud, and also I've got a an Instagram as well that I, I try to, on a daily basis, post uh, and share what it is that I'm doing with, with my modular stuff. Uh, Chris, you also did uh, Cones and Cubes, was that right? Oh yes, you are, you are correct. Yes, I guess I suppose I do have to, yeah. Uh, Cones and Cubes was a, uh, actually a uh, compilation of music that uh, a friend of mine uh, was traveling the country and wanted to distribute some of my music. Um, so I put together this album, I burned a bunch of CDs, I made the album art, I did all this stuff, and I think I made about 30 of them, um, and so those are all spread out throughout the country now somewhere. Uh, I think it's a couple of them made them, made them to England as well, so. Um, but yeah, those were super uh, limited edition. I think the, the tapes, there was maybe 50 of them made. The CD, there's about 30 of them all made, all hand, all hand signed and numbered by me, but you know. And were you using modular or using Bukla on those albums? Um, on Cones and Cubes, it's a mixture of both Bukla and Eurorack. On Demon Core, it's just all Eurorack. Um, but yeah, uh, Cones and Cubes is actually, now that I think about it, probably 50% or more all on Bukla rather than on, on Eurorack. Yeah. Very cool, man. Which, speaking of Bukla, today is Don Bukla's birthday, so you know. Yeah. I did not know that. Rest in peace, Don Bukla, and happy birthday. <laughs> I should have played my Bukla today, but you know, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Are you ready to play? I am, for sure. Great.
very much. Musical fungus, everybody. And our second musical act tonight is Matt Bidoff. Matt? Hey there. Matt, thanks, thanks again for coming out and doing this, man. Really appreciate it. Mm, no, it's a pleasure to be here. Congratulations on signing up this new event. Thank you. <laughs> That's really fun. So, Matt, give us a little bit of background on the, your music in electronic. So I grew up in the UK uh, in the 90s, in the kind of era of, uh, you know, uh, I guess the UK rave era, and that shaped a lot of the, my kind of, my attitude to music and sound. Um, I've always been a technical person, and I've always been interested in, like, the way that new kinds of technology uh, makes new kinds of sounds. And I got interested in in the Eurorack side of things when I'd been spending time, I think like so many people, spending time doing laptop-based production and got interested in a really kind of hands-on uh, way to make music. So tell us a little bit about your setup tonight. What do you have for us? Okay, so one of the key things, the, the, ways that, the way that I started out first in uh, modular uh, hardware was I looked at this stuff it was super interesting. I had a couple of keyboards, like the uh, Arteria Microbrute, that had these couple of little patch points on the corner that you could integrate other bits of hardware into. I was like, that's interesting. What does that do? <coughs> and I, um, I looked into the, you know, the, the modules that talk to this stuff, and I was like, yeesh, that's expensive. So I, I have a bit of a background in electrical engineering, and I started looking into the DIY side of this stuff. So I decided, okay, I'm going to get into modular, but I'm going to make everything myself. And that was that didn't last all that long, but it's still still today. Um, about 15% of the modules here in this rack I hand soldered myself. One of them I'm particularly proud of is is one that a, a friend took an open source design from a classic uh, sequential circuits uh, SEM oscillator. He, uh, which had been open sourced by a guy in Europe. He rejigged it, changed how the oscillator synced worked, open sourced his version, and then ran off a bunch of copies of the board for like, you know, 10 bucks each. And then he sent just these boards out for free 
to anyone he knew who was interested in DIY. So a friend from London sends me this board. It arrives in the mail. It's just, just a plain old circuit board. Uh, I opened up his PDF. I buy all the parts from uh, mouser.com. I, I learn how to surface mount solder. I put this thing together. And when something that you made with your own hands that you are absolutely certain is not going to work when you take that thing out of the solder oven makes a buzz, and it's like, you know, it's the buzz you expected to be in. You plug it into an oscilloscope, and you see your square wave. It's like, wow, I really feel like I made that square wave by, by hand. So that's, that's the basis of a lot of things in here. Is I, I love the DIY and make it your own ethos of modular. The idea that no two people have the same rack, whether they built bits of it themselves or whether everything you know, that is bought, no two people have bought the exact two same set of things. And I just think that explosion of combinatorial possibilities, that's what really draws me to this, this modular scene. And Matt has actually uh, soldered two uh, modules for, for myself as well, which you did a phenomenal job. <laughs> And that's something I feel really proud of. So when I've seen people play, you know, it, it, there's, you know, as you probably know, there's kind of a builder community amongst the modular crowd, and you can, there are some great modules like the Ornament and Crime that are only available DIY, but you can go on to muffwiggler.com or reverb.com, find a builder, and get them to put one together for you. So yeah, Corey had bought a couple of modules, decided he didn't want to solder them himself. He had the bag of bits. We met up in a coffee shop, and he handed me this bag of resistors and circuit boards and things. And two weeks later, I get back to him. And now when I see him, his, him playing, I see him on Instagram. And I'm like, that kick. I soldered that kick. <laughs> it's a good kick. <laughs> yeah, yeah Bastille T-Kick, really strange, weird module. It's a weird module, but it's, it's actually pretty fascinating. So are you ready to play? Sure thing. All right, let's go.
Thank you very much, Matt Bedolf. So if anyone likes to come up and take a look at the equipment, please come on by. If you have any questions, we're going to open up for a Q&A. Or if you have any announcements for any shows coming up, you'd like to plug, come on by. Come on up. We'll be hanging out for, you know, about 9 o'clock. We're going to wrap it up. And feel free to come on by over to Black Hammer. We'll, a few of us will be hanging out a little later. Thank you.